Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ReopenAmericaResourceCenter.com. Are you struggling personally or professionally because of the coronavirus shutdown? Ready to grow your business and serve more customers and clients? Finally, there's a trustworthy website with resources, relief options, grants, support, and much more for small businesses, nonprofits, and individuals. One location with all the information. It's time to get back to work, life, and reopen America. Visit ReopenAmericaResourceCenter.com today. The ultimate resource platform to help you in every way. This is Everything Home, the transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Let's take the word freedom. Wouldn't it be great to have more professional freedom, personal freedom, and how about financial freedom? Every week, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, interviews experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, their passions, and provide real-life, tangible takeaways. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick. Welcome to Everything Home Talk Radio Show Podcast and Patriotic Purpose Driven Platform. It's the transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. This is our 100th episode, and I have a special treat. I invited my favorite guest and very good friend, Rhonda Murray, to join the celebration as my co host. You might remember her. She's had quite a few appearances, and we actually have a really good time together. We see eye to eye on maybe one out of a thousand things, which makes it even <laughs> more entertaining. So, but we get along great, and that's what I think. You know, remember, and I mentioned this to her in the show. We'll talk about it in a, in a little bit later. It was years ago. I can't remember the names. It was the husband and wife team. One was the crazy Democrat, and one was the logical Republican, and. Um, <laughs> They got along great, and they were married, so I'm sure that's kind of like us, except we're not married. But anyway. No, right. no we're not married. <laughs> it's not that kind of show. It's not that kind of show. Let, let me interject really quickly. <laughs> All of a sudden, you just hear this phantom voice, I'm not married to her. Okay, I get it. I get it. I know you're all into diversity and inclusion, but we are not married, not going to get married. She does not swing that way, boys and girls. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, let me let me do my joke. Let me do my joke so we can get on with the show. And then I have some I have some fun things that I put together. So, all right, here's my joke. Now I must make an announcement that you know I put a little outline together for the shows. And when I first started, and I think it's symbolic of the 100th episode. When I first started, the font was in like 10 and 12 point. I moved it up to 14. 
and I've noticed <laughs> that I have to put my glasses on, even though I have the 14. So that's what happens when you do 100 episodes and you get old people. So be prepared. And for everyone who's young, enjoy your eyesight while you have it. That is my public service announcement for this morning. All right, here's the joke. A 100-year-old man was having a big birthday party at his nursing home, and a TV crew was there to interview the man on his special day. The reporter said, please tell your audience how you've managed to live so long. He said, well, I don't ever drink, and I've never smoked, and I make it a point to stay away from wild women. Well, then, just then, a loud shriek in the hall. The crew turned to see a nurse run by, followed by a very agile-looking older man. The older man carried a foul-smelling cigar in one hand, a glass of whiskey in the other. And as he ran by, he paused for a moment, looked at the birthday crowd, and let out a very sneaky hee-hee-hee. And then he continued down his pursuit down the hallway. And the reporter goes, what was that all about? The old man said, well, please excuse my father. He does get carried away sometimes. <laughs> did you, did, what, where's the... It, that's that's all I get. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. That was great. I, thank you, thank you, thank you. Actually, I was trying to find things about 100s, and there was hardly any jokes. So that one was a little bit long, but I kind of liked the. I liked. I the, picked uh, up on the the tie-in. Nice, nice sound marketing there. <laughs> okay. I noticed that I thought was very interesting, and then I kind of came up with a little segment here that is is right up your alley, my dear. Well, let me first, before I tell you what the, what this was, let me tell you who my co-host is, and then you'll know why the next segment is very applicable for her wheelhouse and her genre. So my co-host is Rhonda Murray. She is a marketing for diversity and personal branding expert and the owner of Elevate for Her, which is a professional development and enrichment program training organization designed for women. Rhonda. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself. <laughs> tell, tell them a little bit about yourself, and then we will go into the special next segment, which was specifically designed for you. Oh, sure, of course. Thank you for having me on your 100th episode. That's such a big deal. So congratulations to Michelle and all the work that you put into developing your really successful podcast. I mean, that's pretty pretty darn impressive. So congratulations. To oh, you. Thank you. And thank you. Second, secondly, I think you said we agree on about one in a thousand things. <laughs> one one out might, of a thousand. I might, yeah, exactly. I think I might trim that down a little. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know, 10 out of a thousand. But I think that proves, proves to everyone that you can have disagreements and see things differently, see life differently than other people and still have a great relationship, still find commonality, still find things to laugh about and joke about. And um, I think that's exactly the type of relationship that we have. So, and I value that. I always look forward to talking to you, sharing ideas, thoughts, I mean, the whole nine yards. So thank you for your, your friendship over the years. Oh, and thank you for being on the other end. I think you summed it up perfectly because I look forward to talking to you because I know it's going to be fun, but yet we talk about, right. we talk about serious stuff. I mean, we've shared some things that I think when, when we both talked about we, that we had, we had lost our moms. It was almost like a turning point where, you know, things just kind of took, uh, it took everything to the next level at a different 
kind of a, in, a, in a whole different way, but yet right. we still make fun of each other and we talk about business and I bounce ideas off of you all the time and say, okay, I, I, I'm like, do you have 10 minutes to look at what I wrote? Can you edit it, please? <laughs> Pretty please? Right. <laughs> Give me exactly. five minutes. Rhonda, what are you doing? So it's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it is, um, I think that the people should be a little bit more open-minded to that because if you would look at you on paper and me on paper, you'd be like, these two people shouldn't even be in the same room with each other. But you're right. one of the people that uh, I'm such good friends with, but I also enjoy being with them. Even if we go out and have a, a drink together, uh, like the last time we got together, uh, we had so much fun. So no one would have even known that we were like uh, oil and water. Very, very, <laughs> exactly. very. Yeah. So yeah, another PSA for the audience. It's it's okay yeah, to have friends go. that don't aren't this on on the same page. Right. Yeah. Who so would have I think that that's where you see some enrichment, and that's part of what what we do or I do professionally now is with our diversity and inclusion programming, um, where it's it's all about reaching across to to take the political term reaching across the aisle and, and finding out not what the differences are, but where are the similarities and how can we support each other, even though we do have differences. I mean, there's, you always hear that phrase that most of the time you have um, more things in common than not. So even whether you're a female, whether you're gay, straight, um, live across the country, live around the world, there's always some commonality because we're all experiencing the same experience. That human experience is something that we all share. So, Which when you put it in that perspective and you deliver it that way, I think it's, I think it's great that you have that interaction and then you're, you're trying to, to create some sort of not necessarily unity, but letting people, they're realizing they're all on the same page. But on the other hand, which is where I wanted to kind of bring up this segment, it seems like it's gone so far in the other direction when it comes to being woke and this cancel culture and warning signs on everything. Like, for example, well, <laughs> we'll do the other part next. But, the, but for example, on the joke that I just read, there's nothing in that joke that is offensive or uh, obscene or foul language. I mean, it was actually, it wasn't even that funny, but uh, <laughs> on the website, <laughs> I know, I, I, I have limited material. To, I have limited material. You know what I mean? I can't, I don't have time to write my own jokes. So I got to steal from other people on websites and I try to twist them around a little bit, but I didn't have much to work with. And then sometimes, you know, on a side note, then I actually get into it and I'm thinking, well, you know, if I had time, I'd write more jokes. And I'm like, Michelle, stop it. You don't need another job and you're not making any money writing jokes. So I have to put, you know, I have to stop and, cause I, you know, 20 minutes down a rabbit hole and I'm trying to, you know, write a joke. I'm like, this is nobody, nobody's even listening to your joke anyway. So anyway, so I steal the jokes off websites and the, but it was, this is the first time I've ever seen this. And I went, you've got to be kidding. Cause I, it's just sometimes it's a little too much, but then it gives it discredits when it really is something that should be talked about or addressed. Like, for example, I'll read this to you because I could not believe what was on it. It was in a big red box and bold print. It said, warning, this joke has been classified by Deep, Deep Lake Entertainment as a rude joke. It may contain foul language, sexual reference, or other obscene content. We consider these jokes suitable for adults only. If you're not an adult and read the joke anyway, please don't blame us if you get offended. 
And I said, you know what, this is insane. And then meanwhile, I'm watching something on TV and they're talking about now they're on Disney Plus, which just got launched this week on these streaming services, but they have warning labels on the cartoons because some of the material might be offensive in, oh, I don't know, Lady and the Tramp and uh, Dumbo. And then I went, okay, this is, this is something great to talk about with my diversity and inclusion friend, because the things you're doing is one side of it, but then it seems like there's this other side that has gotten completely out of control. And what it does is it does a disservice when there really is something that needs to be talked about and maybe brought into the open like you're doing. But if everything is thrown into the same, it's all bad and offensive and I'm triggered, then, you know, I feel bad for poor little Rudolph. It's, it's that time of year again where we throw Rudolph under the bus and then, you know, the new remake of Baby It's Cold Outside. Uh, what, I mean, really? You, you're going to ruin all this, the, the good stuff because you throw in the baby out with the, you know, the bathwater deal. I mean, what, what, what do you, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Cause this is your world, my friend. I'm just watching it and, and I can't believe some of the stuff that I'm hearing. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you in terms of sometimes I, I think we do have the tendency to get so far afield from, from what's important and, and what's not. Um, one of the things I, I did a, um, a presentation at the team's conference in Anaheim this week. One of the things that came up during that presentation is that quite often white males feel like their the finger is being pointed at them, meaning like well, it this is. is all your fault. This yeah, is all your totally fault. Is. And you created this scenario. And and really I think that's unfair. Um and I definitely do not subscribe to that um, that sentence because it's, I, I think we got to where we are is because um, people are scared to have those conversations, those honest, frank conversations, and we're so concerned about being PC and, and um, not offending anyone and so on and so forth. But, but what happens when people or different segments of the population don't talk? Same thing that happens in relationships. If, if, I don't talk to my spouse. I'm not going to be married for very long, but mm-hmm. we know that we're going to have difficult conversations because that's just part of life, right? So I, I think so much of this has to to be, um, as a society, number one, we just take a, a deep breath and, and realize, okay, not everyone is out to get me. <laughs> you know, I still yeah. feel like I, I, I need to play the, the victim. Um but conversely, if I feel like something is um, unfair or unjust, I need to take that upon myself and share that with that other person. Because that other person might not realize, hey, that's offensive to her. Because they've never walked in my shoes. So I'm a, a woman of color. Um, I've grown up in an environment where quite often I am the only person that looks like me. Um, so have there been times when people said things that um, I found offensive? Yeah, most definitely. Do I say something and share? Yeah, it, it's, I, I need to do that. I need to be able to share uh, my thoughts with that person so, A, they can be educated, and, and B, maybe they won't do it again to the next person of color that they, they speak with. Um, so I think it's just a really interesting time um, based on, all of the, the dynamics um, that are going on within the country. 
but I also think it's a time where we can really learn and and um, there's so many social scientists doing all the research and, and figuring out um, what what is it that that we're doing wrong and how can we advance our, ourselves so instead of just thinking okay we think this is how we correct some of these issues when it comes to um, say diversity and inclusion there's people in the background actually doing the research and, and coming up with solid data that will support some of these strategies that that uh, we see um, that are, are being um, promoted and, and um, taught throughout the, the country now. But I want to just kind of reiterate what you mentioned about more of you don't want to be a victim or you don't want to act like a victim because then it discredits when there really is an issue. I mean, there has to be a balance. That's what I think people are getting away from where everything becomes an offense to right. somebody. So then, like you were mentioning, the, the white guy is sitting there going, okay, all right, I, I, I'm the bad guy. I just got here. I don't even know what's going on. Everybody's hating me and everything I do is offensive to you. And right. all I did was pour a glass of water. So, I mean, it, right. it's gotten to the point where it needs to be pulled back because it's not all bad. And it's, it's almost like you have to walk on eggshells, which I'm sure it ruins work environments. Stay away from social media. That is just a disaster where people just, I don't know how people have so much free time to make comments and do all these things on social media. Obviously, that's a whole nother show, but maybe that you're finding in your research, or at least when you're talking to these corporations and, and to different people out in this world that you're in, are they acknowledging that people are taking advantage of it and trying to to use it to benefit themselves, whether it was it's in the work world or if it's in you know, or trying to just get a you know a name for themselves or to do something to push more of this extreme side of it? You know, addressing a real issue is one thing, but going right. to the extent where it is, it's like it's like a boy cried wolf. You, you ruin it for the ones that when it really matters. And that's the part that I, that I noticed that I, I think it's causing more damage to the movement of actually finding that balance. Are they trying to pull it back? Because it's, it keeps, it, to me, it sounds like it's only getting worse, which doesn't help anybody. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I guess I look at this from a slightly different vantage point. As you, you noted in the intro, we do professional development um, training programs designed specifically for women. And in those programs, we tell women, don't, don't be the victim, because what happens when you're the victim? You're giving that other person your power, you know, and we're all about, hey, you need to claim your power. So we, we don't suggest playing the victim. We do suggest standing up and, and voicing your concerns. If you have concerns or feel like you're being um, mistreated or in a way that you don't want to be treated, it's it's up to you to to correct some of those those ills. Um, so we've looked at it not necessarily from a corporate vantage point, but for the women that work within those corporations. You know, how can they encounter or deal with these situations that that just happen in America? day after day after day. And, and I'll share with you, I'm working with an organization and I've actually been shushed a couple times. Um, and we're on a conference call. I start to speak and I was shushed. Um, happened once, I let it go. 
happened a second time, it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> this is <laughs> right. And, and this, we cannot work this way. But I, I think that, you know, how do you handle that? Because it happens all the time, whether it's coming from a white male or, you know, an African-American woman, it doesn't matter. You need to stand up, not play the victim, and own your value within that space. So that's what our, our programs, really all of our programs, have some essence of um, empowerment training built in, whether we're teaching negotiation, leadership, public speaking. It's all about, you know, how do you feel about yourself and how are you claiming your space within that, that room? See, now that is the side where I think that there should be more of that. That is, right. you're doing it the right way, not all of a sudden everybody's jumping on the, the bandwagon that all of it's defensive. No, you're, you're explaining that you need to stand up for yourself. I mean, my whole platform with this show is about personal responsibility, where right. you have the ability to make the changes. We're just giving you the information and the tools and exposing you to different people that can get you to that next level, but you have to do the work yourself. You have to, right. you have yeah. to be able to, to man up. I mean, you, you gave a, a great, and I didn't write it down because it was one of the old shows, the statistics about when we were discussing women and not being paid as much. And you, you know, right. you'll, you can look at the viewpoint and, and tap into pick an article or you can watch this in whatever show and they'll say, well, women get paid less da da da. Well, guess what people, the statistics are is that, it starts off that way because women didn't ask for more. So it's, right. there it goes so that, to that personal responsibility. So comment on that, right. because that's what I'm saying is, is that's what people don't, they only hear the one side. Oh, oh, well, you don't get as much right. money if you're a woman. No, 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 no. You can man up and you can woman up and pull up the big girl panties too. And you can go ahead and ask for the money because the men have no problem asking for it. And if you don't, why am I going to give you more money if you keep so, your mouth shut? Okay. Same yeah. The statistics, States that women initiate negotiation four times less frequently than their male counterparts. So if you really take a look at that stat, take a step back and think, okay, so they're, we're not asking for the raises, we're not asking for the promotion, we're not asking for the plum projects, we're not asking for the mentor. I mean, the list goes on. And so to me, it's not surprising that hey, we're making 80 cents on each guy's dollar because it's, we're not asking for it. We're not feeling like we are worthy or deserve that dollar and we're settling for 80 cents. And that's one of my kind of hot areas that there's so many organizations and associations that are, you know, say they support women and it's all about creating parity in the workplace. And they get women all riled up, like, yeah, right, 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 we need to give you the same amount of money. But are they giving them the tools? You know, what what tools do I need? If I've, I've grown up in an environment where I've been taught, okay, be quiet, be nice, be all these things that were taught as little girls. But now we need to kind of pivot because we want to be competitive in the workplace. And here are some of the rules. Sorry, they're not going to change, but these are the rules of the game, rules of engagement. I need to kind of modify how I approach and how I position myself within that workplace. And if I have to tell somebody, hey, you know what? It's not, I'm not going to stand for you telling me to be quiet in a meeting, then that's what I have to do. And it's uncomfortable 
And, you know, everybody's like, and it's not a comfortable place, but it comes back to, you know, they're difficult conversations, whether we're in the office, whether we're in our own home, whether it's you know, dealing with our friends or family, you have to be able to have those tough conversations to feel confident in who you are and, and where you feel like you deserve to be. Yeah, but they're backed by something of substance. They're either there's a reason for it. Like you said, you got shushed. It, yeah. It's not just just yelling out or holding a sign or a hashtag this where you're yeah. demanding something. But it's what's the justification or what are you doing to make it better besides just yelling or posting and all that? And that's that's where I, I respect and appreciate what you're doing because that's what we need more of, not all of this right. other stuff. I mean, you can I am woman, hear me roar. Yeah, but if you don't do the work and have the skills to, to justify whatever it is that you're trying to spew out about, yeah. well, then yeah. you, what's, what, what value are you giving? All I hear is blah, 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 and then no, no wonder why people are like, oh, God, what is she with the women, women again? Blah, right. You know what I mean? It's just you ruin it for when it really matters. So <laughs> this is yeah. – I want well, to – I want to – You've probably seen the TV show Maud, right? Maybe years ago, it was on back in the 70s. And I remember back in the, the Golden Girl days when the Golden Girls were on, B. Arthur was on the show. And my mom would always say, I would say, oh, I mean, who's B. Arthur? She's, oh, that's Maud. And I'm like, what do you mean Maud? She goes, oh, it's an old TV show. It was great back in the 70s. And I've never seen an episode. Well, I happened to catch, I don't know how I was scrolling through one of the 8,000 channels that we have nowadays. And I saw Maude and I'm like, oh my God, I've never seen the show. I've heard it about, joked about it. People always joke that it's all pro woman and she's doing part of this movement. So I watched one episode and oh my God, I thought of you the whole time. It was just, (laughs) even the opening song was, I started laughing so hard that I'm like, oh my God, this is Rhonda. This is so Rhonda. (laughs) This is, I'm so, every time it comes on and I record it. So I watch it at least at night. I watch one episode. So you are in my thoughts every day, but I have to play. Have you heard of the show or have you watched it before? Of, of course I've heard of the show. <laughs> and I did watch it as a child. Oh, yes. you can. Oh, that's right. You are a tad bit elderly than I, I am. I am so. a tad bit elderly now. <laughs> All right. Well, since we're in this movement right now where we're talking about women, but from the way that they should be helping themselves, personal responsibility right. and empowerment, but not in a whiny way. Cause I have no one has patience for that and they ruin it for the good ones. I have to play the intro for the show because, cause you're, cause you're on my show. So I, I have it here for you. So I'm going to cue it up. You're here. actually or, playing the, the, the song. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can I okay, sing along? Yeah. Yes, you can. Here, here's the song. Diver was a freedom rider. She didn't care if the whole world could. Jonah Barb with the Lord to guide her. She was a sister who really could. His adorer was the first proper angel that she showed up. Oh, yeah. The country was falling apart. Betsy Ross got it all sold up. And then there's Maud. And then there's Maud. Right on, Maude. 
Maude would never get sh- shushed up. So it's like, it's, it's no, now it's up and no, she, no, went. She, she doesn't have time to do that kind of shenanigans. <laughs> I don't think, you know, come on. Is that not great? Oh, man. Oh, Makes my hilarious. day every time I hear that song. So now whenever you do, you say something around, you know, like pro women, but in a positive way, we're going to do the little, the little, and then there's mod segment. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's good. See, like, this is good. This is good show. This is good podcast. Yeah. This is good talk radio. That's awesome. Theme song probably in a good 30 years. Well, more more than that, really. <laughs> now that I think about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think at the time that show really got um, some attention because it took on tough topics, right? And it and it oh, really yeah. was focused on a, a strong woman um, who had very strong thoughts and convictions that she wasn't afraid to share. Um, and you gotta love that. You got to love that. And that's really, and, and I don't mean to sound trite or um, patronizing, but that's my hope for all women, because I, I think there's so many women out there that just um, feel like, okay, I can't say what I'm really thinking. I'm just going to kind of sit over here in the, the corner and, and not cause any waves. And and I have simply never subscribed to that way of thinking. I'm not sure why I got to where I am to in having that within my, my, um, my mindset, because I was raised in a very traditional family. But um, I I mean, I I just think that, um, you know, women really need to take, take ownership. And and like you said, do the work. We can't just, it's not enough to sit back and complain, look at the stats and, and see, Oh, we'll never get ahead. There's, there's some crazy stats out there that say, we won't reach parity until like 20 something or other, like maybe a 7,500 years. I don't know. It's something crazy. Definitely not within our lifetime. Um, but, you know, I, I think if we start kind of turning the, the tide, that makes a huge difference. Well, yeah, it, because you have to do the work. You, you, you summed it right. up great. You just can't just go ahead and, and shoot off your mouth and then there and, and expect things to be happening. In a, in a time and a place and a date now that we live in, in this world, when nobody has a problem shooting off their mouth and typing something and, and, right. and being and boisterous, but yet then all of a sudden we're scared to say something in a situation when it comes to our livelihood or like you had mentioned being shushed, which is, I guess that's a, a that's a new term shushed. I've been shushed, like hashtag, hashtag I've been shushed. Is that, is that a new yeah. thing now? <laughs> what is it? See, I, I, I appreciate the conversations that I have with you because I learn, like when I ask you questions, and there's a couple things, obviously, we, we've, I've asked you that I just don't understand that I can't really dis- discuss on air, but it's, it's common that happens on TV. Like, you know, I, it, this is a time and a place where I, I've never, I mean, I'm a pretty smart person, okay? And I, and I do, I, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And I also, I'm pretty in tune to what's going on. I mean, as I'm working during the day, there are certain shows in the background. So I'm very well versed on, on what's going on in a political sense or even from the financial world. Um, right. But I would say over the past year, I have never had such confusion when I hear all of these words that I don't understand what they mean. Like I've never had to look up so many things because I don't know what they're talking about. And 
I mean, it's just mind blowing. So I'm thinking to myself, if that's how I feel and I am actually watching and having this in the background all day, the rest of the right. planet who is just busy working and doing their normal things and like having a family and doing all those things that a normal person does, they have, they, their, their head would explode if they found out half of the things that of the language that you are in are speaking when you're in these these type of environments like though it's just the cancel culture i had to look that up i said i don't know what that means woke i don't know what that means um when they it, and the other one was identifying like what well, i don't understand what do you mean i i'm right. identifying or what do you, or or fluid i said well why why is that person talking water i don't understand what do you mean that they have fluid with water no no i was like oh my god so then i would call her a text judge Wanda, what does this mean? <laughs> what, what, I don't understand. I'm just trying to work. I don't get it. Like, what is going on in the world? What do you, what, how do you do this all day? <laughs> you, I don't but understand. I think, I think we're evolving, right? And well, I think evolving, also, but still, I think, you can't make up words and then come up with something I, that doesn't uh, make sense. I, well, I think you can. I think sometimes we, we could go, you know, it could be a little far reaching, but Conversely, I think some of the things, just like you're talking about fluid or gender fluidity, I think because in previous generations, we did not want to address that. And hallelujah, people are starting to to come forward and say, hey, I need to be recognized. And they're claiming their voice and their value. So I I think the rest of, of society needs to say, okay, yeah, I understand. Let me learn more about you. And again, what does it come down to? It comes to, you know, having those conversations, starting that dialogue, getting people to understand that, hey, this is another segment of our our population and our society. And they're gender fluid and and great, you know. (laughs) Obviously, obviously as a a diversity advocate, I, I welcome all segments and I, I I support all segments coming forth and, and wanting to be recognized because we don't want to be recognized. I mean, what's the worst thing? What's what bothered me the most about being shushed during that meeting was that my my thoughts and my contributions were not recognized. I was being shut down and we cannot allow others to shut us down. We just can't. See, I told you when you get on your soapbox, then we're gonna give you and then there's mod. Just to make sure that everybody knows. Yeah. So there. So so there you have it. And that's gonna be ongoing. Like I have that queued up. So when any of my guests go throw something out there that needs and then there's mod, they're getting them, then there's mod. And and you know what? You'll have a groundswell of mod fans. And then oh yeah, the mod yeah. reboot. The whole, the, I will have the entire gay community just on on pins and needles doing drinking games to how many times Michelle does the and then there's mod segment. It'll be it'll be trending. I mean, I will be it. on what we'll watch what happens there, live next on, on Bravo. You know what I mean? It'll it'll be it'll be sweeping the nation as uh. As, as a, as a wow. new segment that everybody's tuned into. How about that? Wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I and well, you know, as, as, uh, 
as obviously we've mentioned it in, in the show, this is the hundredth episode and you know, the, the hundredth episode. Yeah, I know. Woohoo. Right. And that's just like, woohoo. Everybody should be clapping, woohoo, clapping, clapping. Um, but the, the, the milestone for what the hundredth episode is, and you know, this from being in the, the media world is it's supposed to be when you let the production companies prove that you're now viable for syndication. So now you've earned your mark out there that, somebody is paying attention and now you can take it to the next level. So I'm all right. Hello, production company out there. Syndication. Where are you? Where's my, where's my check? Perhaps you like my wiring instructions sent to you. It's not a problem. We can do more of these. How about 100 more in the next hundred days? Not a problem. So yeah, so it's uh, it's it's been an interesting adventure. I, I appreciate you being a part of it on quite a few shows. I think that maybe what we should do, and I don't know, we'll we'll talk about this coming up. But maybe we should just do a little short segment. Maybe every couple of weeks we do, and and then there's mod section, and then there's Rhonda, and then there's Rhonda, and then there's Rhonda, <laughs> and then we'll. I can get someone to do the voiceover singing unless you want me to do it, but I think maybe we'll do uh, that and we can, maybe, yeah. <laughs> we can have you, a, we, let me ask you, let me ask you this, Michelle. So you started, um, how, how long ago? When did you start? I started Michelle? in, uh, March of 2018. Yeah. March of 2018 is when I did the first one. And and really what was, what was the impetus behind you starting? What, what was the goal? What was the objective? What was the, the game plan? Well, it originally started, and you know this because you and I worked together back when I had my mortgage brokerage and my right. talk radio show on NBC 1190 here in Phoenix. We went live every Saturday morning, and you had a PR company, which got us great press. I mean, I had, I Thank gave you. you great material to work with. I mean, I, yes, mean, come on. I, I, I did yes, give you, sure. I did give you the material, but you actually <laughs> got it in front of the right people. So we were constantly in magazines, in the newspaper, even did some TV segments. So thank you for that. But then again, I did pay you. So I guess yeah, we right? yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome for that. I appreciate it. So the original intention was, God, I would love to go back on the radio and have a similar show, but take it to the next level where we interviewed all types of guests just to really get some good quality content out there for people, knowing that this is something they could trust and it wasn't going to, and it was going to be good messaging. And, and the old show was your house is your home. So then I heard about what's this podcast thing. And then I was like, well, so I started doing a little homework. The cost of the radio show is $4,000 a month. And the cost of the podcast was 39. And I went, Hmm. So it's 39,000. Aha, we're doing a podcast, people. We are going on the air and we will create the podcast. So the podcast came from wanting to actually just have conversations again with good people that do good business and good things to get an audience where they had something they could rely on that wasn't just junk and it wasn't just people pitching things and it was really good quality, something you could trust. Well, as I started doing this and as I started having conversations with people again, certain like specialty segments came out of it. Different ideas came out of it. And I started to to just try to figure out what it is that I want to do when I grow up in regards to why am I here? What is my whole purpose? And why do I do things I do? Because 
you know, back in the day when, when, when I was making great money, it was awesome. I did a bunch of these things. I had the nonprofit. I was on the, the board for the city of Scottsdale. I worked with a bunch of different other nonprofit organizations and was on different boards. Obviously, I had the show. So I was doing all these things. So, I mean, part of that, I wanted to go back into that world. But I said, I've got to take it to the next level. And then obviously I'm older now, so I've evolved myself. And what happened was, is I'm watching everything on TV where, you know, and you and I will probably differ on this, but that's okay. I mean, I just got tired of people demonizing success and vilifying people for having money and wanting to live the American dream and people not being patriotic and saying how you know, they make fun of people because they actually believe in God and they don't support uh, even something simple as the law and law enforcement. I mean, I just, I just got, I would get so angry and I was sick and tired of it. And the thing is, is what I tell people, you can't be upset about it. Being when you, when you're upset about something, then you kind of maybe feel sad. You have to get sick and tired and you have to get pissed off. So when you actually get to that point, then you then you can you can come up with something that will make a difference. And it's not as we mentioned earlier about just holding up a sign or posting this or hashtag right. that. It's actually creating something that really does have some sort of not only message but action. Yeah. Okay, it's all about the action. Yeah. So I can I can go oh well we need to do this and and spew which most people that are even on TV oh well. Uh, they have all these 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 things that come out of their mouth, but yeah, they don't a write a check to donate, and they don't right. even come up with any action to create a solution where people can have information and resources. So I said, you know what? That's it. That's what I'm going to do. So the show evolved from one thing into now, which is what I created as a I call it a patriotic, purpose-driven platform, because. I wanted people to not only have a resource where they can get quality content, trustworthy information, good guests, but it's also something that you can access to constantly uh, interact with people. You can hire these people. You can listen to their shows, buy their products. And portions of all of that actually go to what I call our movement, which is a fund that we're creating to help vets, pets, and kids. So, I mean, there's multi-layers to this, but at the end of the day, it is a platform where people can get information, they can get products, they can get good people that they want to hire and listen to what they have to deliver, listen and see if you even like them. And then you're able to help other people and you're not having to donate. I wanted to create something where there was more of a community-powered philanthropy concept behind it. So let's right. say, for example, is, go ahead. Which is so, t- what I was just going to say, um, it's so timely because um, over the last, I don't know, year or so, I, I've just read article after article and, and um, statistic after statistic that shows people want to feel good about who they're doing business with. And people want to feel like the organizations that they hire or buy from, that there is a a social good component there as well. So what you're offering makes so much sense. I mean, if you want to buy something, you can buy or hire somebody, but it's also there just for the information. So, I mean... If you're, let's just say, for example, we have a marketplace on the website, okay, and it's 
there's a percentage, anywhere from 2 to 15% of your total purchase is donated to our Vets, Pets, and Kids, which helps veterans, pets, and children. And that goes directly to nonprofits, but it doesn't go to overhead. It goes to a specific program. So you can see, and we follow the progress, and we tell you on the air, and eventually we'll be doing the video, so you can see where the funds go, even though you're, let's just say you wanted a, an NFL shirt, a jersey. Well, you go there. One of the partners is the NFL official jer- the official website for the NFL when it comes to their merchandise. So you buy a $100 shirt, they give 3%. So you're buying a shirt wow. anyway. So that's the whole thing. You're wow. buying the products. And these are not just, uh, you know, so n- these are major brands. And as we yeah. build the re- and get into the relationships and do more, we'll have more on there. But you're buying a shirt anyway. So if you click on the website direct, nothing happens. You click through us, 3% goes into the fund. Well, it's one other click. So it's just a matter of letting people know that this is there. So now the whole point is, People have the ability with through their buying choices and decisions to actually help solve a problem, which the old community is the only one that's going to solve it. The nonprofit world working right. with the private sector is the only thing that's going to solve it. The government's not going to solve it. Giving those people who piss away money. So my, my new thing is politicians piss away profits. So giving them more money and vilifying and demonizing billionaires because they actually, most of them give back billions of dollars in philanthropy like Ken Langone and even Bill Gates. So why would I give more money to somebody who pisses it away rather than the organizations that actually are on the ground that are there in the community and work much more efficiently? So by creating this platform, people can actually realize where, where it's best spent, that it, it's, it's better that it's in their own pocket than it is somebody who's sitting in Washington, D.C. when they're spending it because it's, they didn't earn it. And it's very easy then to just go ahead and spend billions and not be accountable. So, I mean, right. that's our whole thing about personal responsibility, too. We've done numerous shows recently about, you know, my soapbox about politicians in the government and the shenanigans that are going on there. But I figured if I can create, so, so saying it, and that was my whole point, saying all of that, but not doing anything, there's no value there. Well, you know what? I said, you know, I'm going to put my, put my money where my mouth is and I better pull up those big girl panties and do something. I can't just start bagging on all these people. We'll come up with the damn solution, Michelle. Well, there's the platform. Exactly. So and I figured it, and and you saw the commercial that I just sent you last night. So our whole new program is promos for a purpose and it's promos for a purpose.com. And it's a way for entrepreneurs, businesses, and corporations to be matched with a nonprofit to really get that purpose driven movement that they already stand for out there from a marketing standpoint and a market strategy and even to actually do good, it, it's right. a home run for everybody. And they're showcased on our show and there's constant promotion. So you get to learn about an organization. You get to learn about a great company. And the, like, as you mentioned, the statistics, 63% prefer to purchase products and services from purpose-driven brands and companies that reflect their own values. So why right. would you not want to just let your customers or potential customers and clients know that this is what you believe in? We just provided a platform for them to actually share that and show that. And the benefits are tremendous for everybody involved. Yeah. I mean, that's an incredible platform to be able to um, share that, that information with, with consumers. Um, 
and and like I said, or like you you um, said as well, the people want to know that people, companies are doing doing good, and and this is a great way for them to to do just that. So I applaud, applaud this. This is exciting. I can say, and whether people believe it or not, it didn't come from me. It just started to evolve into itself. It came from a higher being. And as I was sitting there, again, I'm a little choked up. As I was sitting there, just, you know, thinking about stuff, even uh, it was over the summer, I'm trying to figure out how to put all this together. And it would just, these ideas would come forward and thoughts. And it was just, it was, it really was from, it was from God. And now wow. I've just got to, yeah, it really was. And it was just, there's, it's now it's time to get it out there because what it does is it just helps. It helps a lot of people. It right. brings different, it, it, you know, you want to talk about clearing the, their voice and, and, sh- and talking about their values and, and being recognized, but also it gives people a, a place to express themselves or let them know about the good things that they're doing. And, and money, and at the end of the day, money's not bad. Money is a great thing and it shouldn't be demonized and people right. do great things with it. I mean, you know, they always say money is the root of all evil. No, it's not. Evil people are evil people. So what money, all it does is that it's an accelerant. So if you give somebody who's a good person more money, they're going to do more good with it. If you give somebody who right. yeah. is bad, they're going to do bad. If you give a politician more money who pisses away money, they're just going to piss away more of it. So, I mean, it's, right. it's, it's, it's an incredible tool. And this is a way for people to realize, and I want them to know that, that it is, that it is a force for good. And there's ways that it can be utilized. And uh, I don't I can ramble on and on about it, but I appreciate you bringing it up. I didn't mean to get emotional, but it's, like I said, it's, it's yeah, a it's, bigger thing. It's a bigger thing yeah. than what I thought it was. Cause it, it took a mind of its own. Wow. That's, yeah. that's an incredible story, Michelle. And I'm sure your listeners will appreciate, you know, kind of the backstory on, on how that um, platform has evolved and, and obviously how passionate you are about it and about ultimately being able to help, you know, thousands of, of folks, whether it's the, the pets or the vets or, um, so that's, that's beautiful. Thank you for, for sharing. I appreciate you for letting letting me just kind of blurt all that stuff out i mean there's there's a quote and i i have it as part of our satisfaction for your soul segments that's on the podcast but it's also on the website and it's from zig ziglar and i'm going to paraphrase it because i i didn't write it down i didn't expect to say it but it's along the lines of you can get what you want in life if you help enough people get what they want right and so so that's that's what the show's about yeah no, and I, I think you, it, it's exciting, at least for me as a, a friend, um, that you started with this small idea 100 episodes ago, and then fast forward to today, you're launching this incredible platform. So congratulations to you. I appreciate it. And you're being sincere. It's not just because you're uh, my friend and you're on the show. And you're, <laughs> so I, I know it's real. So I appreciate that. Because I'm like Maud. Maud, Maud. <laughs> See, it's it is it's perfect. I'm telling you, it's the new. I don't know really how to get things uh, trending, but I would like to see hashtag and then there's Maud trending. 
And when it is, you get, you're going to know where it started. So I've got to figure <laughs> out how this influencer thing works and then go find some influencer to help me there you go. Uh, promote there you my go. hashtag. And then there's mod. And then we, <laughs> once we start doing the segment, it'll end up being hashtag. And then there's Rhonda. So we'll, we can, we can piggyback on, on, on mod success for your That's segment. Funny. So I think that'd be funny. Um, all right. Well, I know Rhonda, we've, we've kind of gone past the time that we talked about, but at least go ahead and plug your company. Tell them a little bit about what you can provide to people or even just information. And you and I will talk a little bit more about putting together a really fun segment. So go ahead and please share with what you want to share. I, I just, I, I owe that to you and I want people to, no, to really learn about you, what you do. You never owe, owe me anything. I just always really, and this kind of feels like a love fest thing, but I always enjoy talking to you, enjoy being on your, your podcast. Really, really um, am impressed by your go get them attitude that, and that, uh, that determination to help others. So really, I, I think we've kind of talked about my organization. It's elevateforher.com. But I, I think that the spotlight should be on you and, and what you're doing. So I, I think that's uh, the promos for a purpose.com. I think people should go check it out, learn more about what you're doing, um, how they can support others in their community, and reach out to you for, for more information. I appreciate it very much. I appreciate your time. And the one thing of, I want to say about the promos for a purpose is it's not about donating, the whole concept is about proactive promotional partnerships where that's the value in all of this, the partnerships between private world and the nonprofit world. And the way that we put it together, it's tremendous benefits for everybody. There's no handouts. So the concept that I love to, to say, and it's, it's on our website, you know, it's, it's the hand up rather than the handout, you know, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day, right. you teach him how to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. It's right. about tools and, and it's promotion, but partnerships. The whole thing is partnerships and there's so much value in that. And as we go further into this social media void where people are disconnected, going back to the human interaction and the trust and the value of those relationships uh, and those partnerships is, is so critical for, for people and companies and, and even the nonprofit world. So that's what the program's all about. And I appreciate you, Rhonda, for spending your time with me today, being on the 100th well, episode. You. Yeah, and, thank you for letting me celebrate with you. Yeah, and many more episodes to come with you on it. And I, I'm definitely going to put together a little segment for us to do at least once a month because this is fun. And I, I have a feeling that, that the banter is appreciated by the audience, especially when we make fun of one another, because what's more fun than two people throwing <laughs> each other under the bus in a polite way? <laughs> yeah. So I want to thank it. all the listeners. I want to thank all the past guests. I want to warn all the future people that I'm going to be soliciting to come on the show that I'm coming to get you and you're coming on the show. So be prepared. And I'm going to just go ahead and, and end the show with a, a, a cute little, a cute little saying. So make it a great day, everybody. And Did 
you know? 63% of consumers prefer to buy from purpose-driven brands and businesses that reflect their own values, beliefs, and support charitable causes. Promos for a Purpose provides business owners with ways to support worthy causes and promote their brands at the same time with its comprehensive done-for-you marketing and media program. Visit www.promosforapurpose.com for more information. You've been listening to Everything Home with Michelle Swinnick. Life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.